On today's episode of Life with Hula, I share with you something my kid's school is trying to do in order to brighten up the whole pandemic situation. Also, I have some news that I definitely think you need to know, especially about Disneyland, Disney Plus, and San Diegans. Guess what? The fair is coming back, but in a modified way. And sadly, I have some bad news about my weight loss journey. All coming up next on season number nine, episode 16 of Life with Hula, starting right now. Welcome back to another edition of Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and you've made it to my podcast. I try to make this a feel-good podcast. I'm a, a dad living here in San Diego with my family just trying to get through life and just trying to get to 2022. You know, we're always hoping the next year is going to be better, and that's what this podcast is about. I used to work in the radio business, and for 19 years, I would share stories about my life uh, with people that would listen in the mornings, and I've just continued doing that now through through this podcast. So if you are a new listener to the show, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Life with Hula. If you are looking to subscribe to the podcast, which I would love, you can go to any podcast platform uh, that you listen to podcasts from, either Google Play, iHeartRadio, Apple uh, Music, um, Spotify, whatever you listen to podcasts, you can search for Life with Hula. Hula. You can also vote for this podcast, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. That's podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. Um, I would love for the vote. And you can also follow the podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash um, life with Hula. Easy enough, right? Facebook.com slash life with Hula. And so uh, for those of you, I'm just going to cut to the sh- chase. Uh, for those of you that have been following my journey, I am on a weight loss journey. And I... I guess the show tomorrow will be officially three weeks, but I kind of had a little bit of a setback. Um, I, you know, did my normal, my normal intermittent fast that I've been doing. For those that don't know, I've started this intermittent fast um, on February seventeenth, and I've been lowering my caloric intake, so I only eat seven hundred to nine hundred calories a day. It basically consists of two meals, and within these two meals, I eat. Uh, six ounces of fruit, six ounces of protein, and eight ounces of veggies. And I switch it up. I make sure I don't eat the same thing uh, for the meals. And then I don't. I make sure I don't eat the same thing two consecutive days in a row. So it's like every other day I switch it up. So um, I've been doing really well, like literally getting down. Um, as of yesterday's podcast, I think I was 208.4 pounds, which was phenomenal. Um, and I started this whole journey at 225.5. And then yesterday happened. I weighed myself yesterday morning, and I came in at a whopping 209.5. So somewhere between Monday to Tuesday, I gained a pound. And I don't know it's from what I've eaten. I don't know if my body has gotten used to you know, what I've been feeding it, and now I need to shake it up a little bit. It, and it happens. It's disappointing to see. And yeah, definitely you feel that's when, you know, a lot of times when people gain the weight back, even if it's just a pound, they're like, oh no, it's over. Life is over. And you know what? You're justified. I mean, people are like, dude, don't take it too serious. It's not a big deal. But 
I feel people want to grieve over the fact that they gained a pound, go for it. Just get it out of your system because what is the bigger thing is what you do after you learn about the gain, the weight gain. Do you go, fine, I quit, forget it, I'm just going to eat because trying to lose weight is too hard? Or do you go, you know what? I admit I gained weight, so now I'm going to continue being even a more hardcore. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've gained a pound. I'm disappointed. It sucks because, you know, the goal is to lose 20 to 25 pounds. And I'm, I was right there. I was like literally three pounds away from my goal. And I gained a pound back. So now I'm four pounds away from my goal. But it's okay because I still, you know, this is day 21 starting it off and I'm fine with it. You know, I have another 19 days to lose all of the weight that I want to lose. And, I'm going to be pushing forward. I still have time. It's going to be okay. So that's the update. I gained weight. It is what it is. You can, you know, get upset. I got upset for a little bit this morning, um, yesterday morning. And, um, you know, we're just going to move forward and, and push on ahead. And that's what happens. If life throws you a curveball, you kind of accept it. You can grieve, you know, for grief. What am I even trying to say? You can be upset and mad about it for a little bit but then move on. It's about moving on. And that's what I'm doing. So there you go. There's the quick update uh, for, for those of you that have been wondering. Um, some interesting news. Um, so I don't know if this is happening at your schools. I know a lot of schools across the country, depending on where you're listening to the podcast from, they're back to school full time. I have a friend who is a teacher in uh, Nashville, and he his school is Monday through Thursday, full time, like however long the school day is. And then Friday, it's virtual. Well, here where my kids are in Escondido, a.k.a. San Diego, they um, do virtual on Mondays. And then Tuesday through Friday, they do on going to school. But it's only for three hours. So it's pretty short. But with everything going on, I got a note. My daughter, like, immediately, my oldest one, runs to me. And she goes, Papa, I want to do this. And I love the fact that she has school spirit. I love the fact that she wants to do stuff with her school. And um, it's about yearbook pictures. And I thought, oh, you know, in a year that we've been having the past couple years, 2020 and 2021, let's do this for her. But I'm noticing I'm going overboard. I tend to go overboard with a lot of things when it comes to um, being with my family. And I know I'm the type of person that just has an over, I try to overachieve things. Uh, Here's some examples that I, where I overachieve, basically my entire life. So this year, I decided, you know what, starting in Christmas, I'm just going to celebrate every single holiday. Uh, There's an example of me going overboard. Um, I decorated for Christmas. Um, Then February rolled around. I decorated a little bit for Valentine's Day. Um, I have some items for St. Patrick's Day. I'm not even Irish, but on St. Patrick's Day, I will be. Um, Easter, of course, coming up. Got to decorate. Um, and then we don't really have anything for May, June, July. Um, well, except for July 4th, which I will decorate. And then um, we're back in Halloween. So yeah, that's me. I go a little extra. That's what it is. I'm extra. Um, so even when my daughter like sent me this notice about like the yearbooks, I was like, oh yeah, you got to dress up and you got to be in your, um, you, you know, 
your best and we'll take this picture and we're going to set up where your computer is going to be here. You're going to have a zoom turned on and we're going to stage it to where we have lights because I have a ring light. And then, you know, we're going to, you know, if your mom wants to put on some makeup on you, cool. And then we're going to do your hair all night. Like, bro, or what the kids say, bruh, bruh, stop being extra. But I'm that way. Like, I'm an extra person. I mean, I'm obviously do a podcast, so you know I'm a super extra. Um, and I have a feeling I'm going <laughs> to make my force my kids, not force my kids, but I don't ever force them to do anything they don't want to do. But I definitely encourage. Um, so I think I'm encouraging them to be extra too, which is, it's okay. I admit I'm an extra person. Um, at work, something happened. Here's another example. At work, something happened. And literally the supervisor's like, here's the end of the situation. And it was kind of a, not negative. I don't want to use that. It was a negative thing, but it was kind of like my bad. You know, I made a mistake, but oh no, me, I took it extra. I was like, no you know, here's what I did. And I explained to her why I did what I did. And, you know, these numbers are wrong because I make sure that I do this all the time. Like literally took it to the extreme. And then my coworker, I told her the situation and she's like, bruh, again, bruh. Is it that big of a deal? Like, is it really, did you get reprimanded for it? Did you get written up? Like, is it, do you get your pay docked? Like, why is it such a big deal that you get why are you fixing something that really isn't that big of a deal? Because I'm extra. Yeah, this episode for sure is going to be life with being extra. And I am. I'm extra. And I can come to terms that I'm extra. I, I, I do everything over the top, you guys. I do. And I don't think I could ever change. You know, people are like, dude, mellow out a little bit. But no, I can't. You know, when we, I mean, here's another example. I'm just showing you all the examples of how either A, crazy I am, or B, extra, even though I'm calling it extra. Like right now, I'm being extra. <laughs> me showing you examples of me being extra is being extra. But, um, and I continue going. Um, we have this uh, celebration. It's called Dia de, los, uh, no, uh, Dia, uh, de los Reyes, so the three kings, uh, and I made a big deal about it. I'm extra. I know. Um, St. Patrick's is coming up. I don't know. I will be extra. I'm going to be wearing, I don't even go to the office and I have a shirt. Granted, we have like this whole like webcam thing where we can see each other, but it's not like they're going to be staring at my, Ooh, you're wearing green. Like even if I wasn't wearing green, they can't pinch me. Why? Because I'm extra. Wow. <laughs> I have to think about this. I'm extra. You guys. Oh my God. I'm extra, but it's okay. I get extra on uh, social media too. Like, why is it every day that I'm posting on social media of like, you know, these skits and fun things that I do for TikTok? And every day I do like a coffee segment where I'm like, hey, did you know that blah, blah, and I give people fun fact? I'm not getting paid to do that, but I still do it. Why? Let's all say it together because you're extra. Yep. And I'm okay with it. Now that we've established the obvious, <laughs> let's move on to, I have a lot of stories that I definitely think you need to know. Um, we're going to go locally first, so uh, forgive me if you're not from San Diego, but this is gigantic news for San Diegans. Uh, it looks like they are going to have a modified version of the San Diego-renowned World County Fair. 
um, because obviously the pandemic. Last year we didn't have the fair, and a lot of people thought that the fair wasn't going to be happening this year. But it looks like they're going to be uh, presenting something called the San Diego County Fair Presents Homegrown Fun. It's going to take place June 11th through July 4th. It's closed Mondays and Tuesdays and open from noon to 9 p.m. in a smaller footprint than San Diego's are used, San Diegans are used to with the traditional county fair. So what's happening is they're going to have some important traditions um, that we are so used to. Um, they've gotten creative with the parking and traffic teams, so they're going to have um, a parking, you know, they normally we get like up to 10,000 attendees that attend, but it's going to be shrunken down to 3,000 parking spaces available for this event. Um, there is going to be uh, things happening in the Bing Crosby Hall and the Seaside Pavilion um, where they'll have retail shops and sponsorship displays, which they normally have uh, some of that, by the way, if you hear my kids yelling in the background, that is them screaming, in case you're wondering. Um, under that uh, current uh, COVID tier, uh, the capacity level for people indoors will be 25% capacity. Um, of course, the biggest part of the fair and the thing that I look forward to is the fact of the fair food. And it looks like um, the food stands will be returning this year. Um, and there right now is about 20 vendors um, with hoping more join us uh, in June. So other attractions will include animal presentations, community demonstrations, and the fairground also hopes to have a 4th of July fireworks display to close out the event. Um, there will not be any carnival rides or midway games. Um, that will not be part of this fair this year. Um, but it is going to be smaller, and it's going to be something we're all going to have to be used to. Of course, we're going to have to wear our mask while we're there. Um, it looks like tickets and parking passes will only be sold online, so that way they can do the reservation system. And, um, yeah, we're hoping it's something that works out really well. I'm surprised they didn't extend it, like, to create it, to have it start in May. Um, because this is the normal fair time frame. So that is happening for San Diego, and so get excited about that. Um, speaking of theme parks or, like, you know, fun things to do, it looks like Disneyland is going to be reopening. I mentioned this yesterday. They're going to reopen in late April. Um, that's the hope right now. Um, according to Bob Chepek, he, uh, the Walt Disney Company CEO, he announced this um, yesterday. Um, here in California, we're encouraged, to, encouraged by the positive trends we're seeing, and we're hopeful they'll continue to improve and we'll be able to reopen our parks to guests um, with limited capacity by late April. That's what he says. An exact date has not been pinpointed yet, but should be publicized in the uh, coming weeks. Um, so under the new plan, the amusement park will be eligible to be open once more uh, with a reduced capacity beginning April 1st. But obviously with Disney, they have to go through and do some things because they have their food festival that's coming up um, and they didn't expect to be opening so soon. So it looks like uh, it's time to get the employees back into action um, and train them again because, I mean, imagine they've been not working for all this time. I mean, if you've ever worked at a theme park, you gain what's called like theme park endurance, like being on your feet the whole time, walking long distances, just, you know, just dealing with customers um, and guests that takes a toll in your body. And if you're not used to that, it's hard to get back into. So um, that's something that these employees who've been furloughed for all this time are going to have to get used to. 
So I'm excited for that. Uh, now, speaking of Disney, it looks like, um, you know, just following the trends with a lot of things, uh, Disney Plus is going to be removing some big movies that you are very, uh, you know, that are very well known. They are removing Dumbo, uh, Peter Pan from children's profiles over negative stereotypes. So they've removed um, also the Aristocrats and Swiss Family Robinson from children's profiling as well. So that's like a big, you know, call to action. Um, uh, according to the warnings, it said uh, negative depictions or mistreatment of people and cultures. That's what they had placed the warnings on. And now they're just literally removing the access to the films by any children under seven. Um, you can still access, access the films if, you know, you're in the adult section. But if your profile is a child, uh, you will not be able to um, view those unless obviously your parents allow you to see those. Um, it does this comic or this comic. This article also tells us why of uh, these films were removed um but i'm not gonna go over it i mean well i guess i can um like for example dumbo uh the reason it was being removed from the children's profile is the crows and musical number pay homage to racist minstrel shows where white performers with blackened faces and tattered clothing in intimidated or excuse me Im imitated and ridiculed enslaved africans or southern plantations in Peter Pan, the film portrays Native people in a stereotypical manner that reflects neither the diversity of Native people nor the authenticity or authentic cultural traditions. Swiss Family Robinson, the pirates who antagonize the Robinson family are portrayed as a stereotypical foreign menace. Many appear in yellow face or brown face and are costumed in an exaggerated and inaccurate manner with top-knot hairstyles, cues, robes and overdone facial makeup and jewelry reinforcing their barbarism and otherness uh, the aristocrats the siamese cats um, are depicted as a racist culture uh, caricature of east asian people with exaggerated stereotypical traits such as slanted eyes and buck teeth um so yeah that's uh, a couple of movies that were going to be slowly you know disappearing from the disney vault um, now we got some food news, which I'm ex I'm always excited about food news. Um, it looks like a couple things. Um, we're going to start with. I'm surprised this took them long, but Chipotle has officially added quesadillas to their menus. Like, come on, that just makes sense. Um, but you can only order it on their app. Um, so you are able to get these handcrafted quesadillas um, on their app like i said and it's the first customizable digital only entree so you only can order it on chipotle.com or the app um, you can't go to the store and order it from there um it is it, yeah no i mean there's not really much to it chipotle's quesadilla is filled with monterey jack cheese freshly prepared with reasonably raised chicken steak carnitas barbacoa sofritas or uh, fajita veggies um you just Pick what you want, and of course, it will also have you uh, choose salsa or sides, including fresh tomato salsa, sour cream, or hand mashed guac for a little extra. So get ready for all of this to happen starting on May 21. We're going into desserts now, and it looks like Trader Joe's has a new cold brew boba ice cream. It apparently is so popular that people can't even find it. Um, it is a combination of like a sweet cream cold brew coffee type thing to um, a brown sugar boba. And this ice cream, I guess, is delicious. I mean, you can't find it. But um, basically, the coffee flavor is bold. And it's perfectly counterbalanced by the 
coconut milk base, which gives, uh, which makes for an extra smooth and creamy texture. I'm going to have to go try this out. It's fully packed with boba. And I, unlike the classic drink, the boba doesn't, um, ice cream doesn't just sit at the bottom. Instead, it's generously dispersed throughout much like the cookie dough in a cookie dough ice cream. So you can enjoy boba in every single bite of this uh, Trader Joe's boba. It is called um, Cold Brew Co Coffee and Boba. There's a, it's a coconut non-dairy frozen dessert. And you can hopefully get it at Trader Joe's if you can find it because apparently it's sold out everywhere. And speaking of ice cream, it looks like Friends, The Goonies, Caddyshack, and A Christmas Story are getting their own ice cream flavors too, which makes me excited because I love all of those shows and movies. Um, so it looks like here that the central, or no, starting today online or in select stores nationwide, you can get yourself a central perk almond fudge, which is a nod to friends, uh, famous coffee house with decadent chocolate covered almonds and fudge swirls mixed in a mocha ice cream base. I'm good with everything except for the mocha ice cream base, but you know, I'll get over it. <laughs> um, also, if you are a fan of Let's see here. Um, besides the Friends one, there is – where can I find the descriptions of the other ones? Come on. Um, oh, I guess over the course of 2021, they're going to release the other ones, The Goonies, Caddyshack, and A Christmas Story. Pints of Sloth and Chunky Rocky Road will arrive later this month. So that's The Goonies one. And then the other two products simply – promise more details to come oh they're teasing us so i guess right now you can only get the friends one um and again it is their central perk almond fudge flavor and uh you can get these um at 5.99 uh for a pint um and you can find them where can you find these at you can find it's called serendipity i think it may be just at your grocery store um so you can find that serendipity I'm kind of looking right now. The Caddyshack says Gopher Tracks. Um, let me see if I can expand this. Oh, okay. I'll read it to you. So Gopher Shack, um, or excuse me, Caddyshack with Gopher Tracks has vanilla ice cream with mini peanut butter cups and salted caramel swirl. Might be my favorite. Uh, the Friends one is coffee ice cream with thick fudge swirl with dark chocolate covered almonds. The Goonie one gives you chocolate ice cream with marshmallow and almonds. And the Christmas Story one is mint ice cream with red and green candy and chocolate cookie swirl. Okay, Caddyshack. I'm going for the Caddyshack for that. I need to go for that one. So go find your serendipity ice cream as soon as you can. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. So Now that I'm hungry, I'm looking forward to, you know, this journey that I'm doing, my weight loss journey, to end very soon. Um, I've got 19 more days, and now I'm just thoroughly ready to go eat something. Um, I do this to this my, to myself. I really talk about food. I, that's something I love. And then what happens? I get hungry, even though I'm on this uh, intermittent fast. And you know why? Let's say it all together. Because I am extra. And that's what we've learned. If you haven't learned anything about this podcast, if you there's one thing you should learn about is the fact that I am extra. And this whole time that I've been on this podcast, my girls have been screaming. So you can tell they're following their father's footsteps. So with that being said, I'm going to end things right now. Um, it, please, thank you so much for tuning into the show. If you want to follow me on social media, 
You can do so by following me at uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, all of those social media platforms. Just follow me at HulaSD, that's H-U-L-A-S-D, on social media. You can also vote for the podcast, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. Um, and you can also email me if you want, uh, lifewithhula at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. But other than that, you guys are amazing. I appreciate all of your your thoughts and your, your you know words, and I just appreciate you. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 16, uh, season 9 of Life with Hula, the podcast. And I will catch you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.